You are now listening to Zakaic Podcast, proclaiming Jesus as Savior, Healer, Sanctifier, and Coming King. To God be the glory. May I request the light. Pwedeng i-on para makita ko naman yung magagandang mukha ng mga kapatiran na naririto. Uh, kindly turn on the lights. Kung sino yung in charge ng ilaw. Okay, thank you. Several Sundays ago, we were invited to attend the 64th Thanksgiving anniversary of Lintangan Alliance Church. Some of you are perhaps familiar with the place. It is one of the barangays in Sibuku. They celebrated their 64th Thanksgiving anniversary. And during the celebration, one of them narrated the history of the church. And according to them, before the church was established in that area, because the church at that time was only in Malayal, wala pang church sa lintangan. And during that time, wala pang kalsada. So people rely on pump boats for transportation. And schools were very rare. And then one day, a man arrived in Lintangan. He was tall, good-looking, and he had certain extraordinary abilities. And he was able to gather people around him, and he told them that he was God. And because he had extraordinary abilities, the people in that area were attracted to him. Eh, kung meron ka namang abilidad na kung umulan, eh, patigil mo yung ulan. At pag matagal nang walang ulan at biglang umulan, people were amazed by his extraordinary abilities. And according to the narrator, this man went up into the mountain about eight kilometers away from the seashore. And there he gathered his followers. And they worshipped him. They brought offerings to him and they did exactly what he told them to do because he claimed to be God. And one of the families that tried to observe this person. At first, they were attracted because of his abilities. But then, one of the sisters happened to hear 
stories about the Lord Jesus Christ by preachers coming from Malayal. So itong isang sister, sabi niya, narinig ko yung story ni Jesus. At itong taong ito, he, he claims to be God, but his life, his works, his activities are not consistent with Jesus Christ. So kahit na hindi masyadong mataas ang pinag-aralan ng sister, because of what she heard about Jesus Christ, she, begin, she began to compare itong tao na ito with what she heard about Jesus Christ. And she told the other members of the family, parang hindi man tama yung kanyang sinasabi. Parang hindi man tama yung kanyang ginagawa. Oo, magaling siya. But it seems that something is wrong. And so she told her brothers, her parents, and gradually this family turned back. Hindi na sila sumasama doon. And they started worshiping as a family. Isang pamilya lang. And with the help of some preachers from Malayal, some evangelists, more knowledge was given to them and they continued to worship just a family. Year after year, God added more and more people into the group. And when we celebrated the 64th Thanksgiving anniversary, there were more than 400 people who attended the celebration. From a small beginning, a small family. And in fact, I was able to visit this place about 20 years ago. And they only gathered in a small building. Now, they gathered in a bigger sanctuary. In fact, their neighbor is Mayor Joel Ventura, the mayor of Sibuku because the family of Mayor Joel is a member of the church. So from a small family, yung sister lang ang nakarinig about Jesus Christ. And she compared the life of that person who claimed to be God. And she was able to influence the entire family to withdraw from that person and started worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ. And perhaps your question would be, ano nangyari doon sa tao na sinabi niya na Josiah? And many people were attracted to him. According to the story, after several months of this person enjoying the offerings of the people because they thought he was God, after several months, there were policemen who came by pump boat. They landed in Lintangan. They went to the mountain and raided the camp of this person, arrested him. Pinusasan itong taong ito dahil ito palang taong ito ay naka-escape sa San Ramon Penal Colony. 
na ilad in taon tong mga tao dito sa bukit. It was good that this family withdrew, rejected him, and worshiped the Lord Jesus Christ. And through the years, God has blessed them. And this is something unique about the Lord Jesus Christ. We who are believers and followers of the Lord Jesus Christ are so blessed because Jesus is unique. Before Jesus Christ was born, there were already many religions in the world, many gods and goddesses. But when Jesus was born and he lived in this world and ministered, there were many people who followed him, and today, there are billions of people who love and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And one of the reasons is because he alone can offer something that others cannot offer. I would like to bring your attention to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 1 verses 13 to 20. Colossians chapter 1, 13 to 20 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So that in everything he might have supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. And through him to reconcile to himself all things whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. May God bless us upon the reading of his words. If you study other religions, in Bible school, we had a subject called world religions, and we compare religions and most of the religions that existed before Jesus Christ and even today, they are more on philosophies. They are more on how you can better your life, how you can avoid things that might harm you. And some would say, you have to do this, you have to follow certain rules, you have to worship certain deities or you have to do some sacrifices so that you can live a good life. 
But only Jesus Christ provides a life that is rescued from the dominion of darkness. And He provides redemption and forgiveness of sins. So if you study other religions, what makes Christianity unique is that Christianity is dealing with a problem of sin. If a religion is not dealing with a problem of sin, that religion is worshiping an idol. Because the greatest problem of man is sin. And the only person who can provide the solution for the problem of sin is the Lord Jesus Christ. Every time I read stories about extraordinary rescue, pag may manabasa ako sa newspaper, may nakikita ako sa TV, or even movies that are dealing with rescue, talagang yung aking puso ay naaantig. I remember that in 2010, there was an earthquake in Chile. And this earthquake devastated so many structures. And one of the tunnels, a mining tunnel collapsed. 33 miners were trapped for many days. And the government did everything to rescue the 33 miners. And because of the ability of the rescuers, all the 33 miners were saved. And every time I hear stories like that, my heart is warmed. Because here are people doomed to die. They were in darkness for many days. No food, no water. But then because they were rescued, 33 of them, survived and they are still alive until today. Now, if we are amazed by the ability of the rescuers to pinpoint the location of the 33 miners who were trapped several meters underground, we are more amazed by the ability of the Lord Jesus Christ to rescue you and me from the dominion of darkness he has the ability to rescue you and me from condemnation and grant us forgiveness of sins. And the reason why he is able to do that is stated in verse 15 to 20. When you are called to rescue someone, you must have the ability, the proper equipment to do so. Otherwise, you will die yourself. And the reason why Jesus is able to rescue us is because in verse 15 it says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. God is invisible. We cannot see God. And the only way we can know God is when He reveals Himself to us and He reveals Himself to us through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the character of Jesus is exactly the character of the Father. 
the people of Thailand love their previous king very much. I read something about that king. He was a very good king. The Thai people loved him so much that every time he would pass by, ganito yung respeto nila sa hari. If they know that the king would pass by, the person on, on the second floor or the third floor will go down to the ground floor. He cannot afford to stay above the king. He has to go down. If his house happens to be on a hill and the caravan of the king is down here, he would run down because he cannot afford to stay up. But then the king became old at Namataysia. And he was succeeded by a young son. A young son who is the opposite of this king. And the people in Thailand today is very sad. Because they have a king who does not care for them. They have a king who does not care for the people, especially during the pandemic. Yung old king, yung previous king, when famine hits Thailand, he would use his own money to feed the people. If there is social unrest, there is coup d'etat. Pag tumayo yung hari at magsalita, tahimik lahat. Because he was a very good king. But his son was the exact opposite of him. He fled the country during the pandemic. He left the people. He squandered the money of the people. But the Thai people cannot do anything because they cannot change him unless he dies. But Jesus, his character is very much the same with the Father. And every time you see Jesus, you see the Father. Although the Father is invisible, he is, he is a spirit. But Jesus is the image of that invisible God. And not only because Jesus is the image of the invisible God, Jesus was the creator of everything in heaven, on earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him, before anything else existed, Jesus was already there. Some people would say that in the beginning there was nothing. And then after millions and millions of years of nothingness, and my question is how can they count the years of nothing? After millions and millions of years of nothingness, suddenly nothing decided to be something. And after millions and millions of years of this something that does not have life, this something that does not have life decided to have life. 
But my problem is that these people are worried with death. Why are you worried with death? When in the beginning there was nothing and this nothing decided to be something and this something that has no life decided to have life. But Jesus was before all things. He created everything. Even the things that we see and we do not see. In fact, this is my favorite passage when I am dealing with people disturbed by spirits. And every time I tell to the person, Jesus is above all things because he created everything, whether visible or invisible, even the spirit in you is created by God. And because Jesus created that spirit, he has the authority to command that spirit to live. Jesus is qualified to rescue us from the dominion of darkness because he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have supremacy. Jesus is able to rescue us because he has all the powers, all the authority, but in rescuing us, he made the ultimate sacrifice because our redemption requires the blood of someone innocent and undefiled. We cannot rescue someone because our blood is polluted by sin. You cannot rescue me. My parents cannot rescue me because their blood is also polluted by sin. It requires that the person who should rescue me is someone whose blood was not polluted by sin. And it is because of the blood of Jesus Christ that was not polluted by sin he is able to reconcile me as sinful human being with a holy God. Through his sacrifice, he was able to put a bridge between the holy God and me who is a sinner. Some people would ask me, Pastor, the Bible says that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I said, yes. But they said, why is it that when he came into this world, he did not bring peace? The world is still troubled before he came, during his time, and until today. And I said, yes, he is the Prince of Peace, but he did not come to bring peace into this world. But he brought peace between the Holy God and the sinful man through his sacrifice on the cross. And everyone who accepts the Lord Jesus Christ will have peace with God. He will no longer be considered a rebel, but a child of the living God. 
It is very important to note that only in Jesus Christ we can be rescued. And he does this not only to people in the past, but he continues to do this even today. I read a story about Fanny Crosby. I don't know if some of you would recognize the name. Those who are in love with hymns could remember the hymns of Fanny Crosby. But Fanny Crosby was a blind hymn writer. Bulag, hindi siya makakita. The story was that when she was a child, a doctor gave a wrong prescription to her eyes and she became blind. But she did not stop writing hymns. One day, she was invited to a place, a rehab, rehab center, and there were boys and girls in that rehab center. They were addicts. They came from broken homes, broken families. And before she sang a song that she wrote, she asked the question. She could not see. But she said, Is there anyone here among you? And she said, I know some of you are from broken homes. You're indulged in drugs and alcohol. But is, if there's anyone here among you who missed the love of a mother, because Fanny Crosby was a woman, sabi niya, kung sino dito sa inyo, yung narito kayo because you came from a broken family, but you miss the love of your mother. Just come forward. And there was this boy, he raised his hands, and Fanny Crosby said, please come near me. And this boy came reluctantly. And when she was near Fanny Crosby, Fanny embraced him and kissed him. That evening, when Fanny Crosby went back to her room, she wrote a very nice hymn. And I think many of you are familiar with the hymn, Rescue the perishing, care for the dying, snatch them in pity from sin and the grave, weep o'er the erring one, lift up the fallen, tell them of Jesus, the mighty to save. She was inspired to write that hymn after she embraced this boy who came from a troubled home was addicted to drugs and alcohol. Years later, when Ira Sanki was singing for D.L. Moody, and he was singing this hymn, but before he sang this hymn, he said, 
This hymn that I'm going to sing to you is written by Fanny Crosby. But there is a story behind this. And he related the story. And while Ira Sanke was relating the story, someone from the back said, I am that boy. I am here today because Jesus rescued me. The hug and the kiss of Fanny Crosby let me feel the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know why we follow Jesus? Not because of philosophies, not because of anything else, but because we who were lost, we who were hopeless, experience the loving care. We were rescued from sin. And we are now given the privilege to become sons and daughters of the Most High. Indeed, words are not enough to describe this God. We can only say, wow. To God be the glory. You just heard the message from Zumbuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, you can follow us in our social media platforms in Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Zekayak Ministries. See you there!